0: don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and term supply. NerdWallet, finance smarter.
1: I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico.
0: Surprise, everybody. Did you miss us? Well, here we are. We're back. We decided we were going to try something new and different. We invite so many fascinating people into our studio or we go into their kitchens, as was the case with Ina Garten. We thought we'd give you a little podcast Extra. A len if uh, you will. Yes, a little something extra as they say in New Orleans and apparently <laughs> something <laughs> one of your favorite words. Exactly. But last week you might have heard our conversation with former New Jersey Governor Christy Todd Whitman and because she's so successful and such a high achieving woman. We decided we would talk to her a little bit about her life, professionally and personally, and what she's learned. This is something we're going to try to do with many of our fascinating guests. So, dear listeners, here's the first edition of What I've Learned. What was your first job? First job
3: was as a, well, you want paid job or volunteer job? The first job that I went to on a regular basis was a candy striper at the local hospital. And what was your first paid job? First paid job was working for uh, Nelson Rockefeller for president.
0: We know how that ended.
3: Yeah, I know. (laughs) So as a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? A surgeon. I love cutting up worms. Seriously? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I thought that'd be really neat. And again, you're helping people, but I was fascinated by... I was very good at dissecting frogs and fetal
0: pigs and things. I liked cutting up yellow jackets and pinning them to cardboard, and saying, like, this is the thorax. (laughs) That may have just been you. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, okay, what role or job has brought you the most joy? Governor, without question. Because you
3: had—New Jersey has the most powerful governor of the 50 states, which means that you have an enormous ability to do things because the entire cabinet is yours. You've appointed them. You appoint all the judges, all the prosecutors, but you really have the ability— to focus on issues you want to deal with, and it's everybody's on your team. They're not trying to undermine you because they want to
4: run against you in the next cycle. And, little known fact, maybe you have a fantastic governor's mansion called Drumthwacket. Drumthwacket, yes.
0: What was your big break?
4: <sighs> Being born into my family, probably.
3: I mean, I, I had enormously supportive parents. And because of my age difference with my siblings, I was able to experience, i traveled around with them a lot. They couldn't get rid of me. I think I was a real pain and they couldn't get babysitters who would take me for long. Um, So I'd got to experience a lot of things that uh, I wouldn't have otherwise.
4: You were born to a very prominent Republican family. And if you want to learn more about that, you can listen to the whole interview with Governor (laughs) Governor Whitman. But um, what did your parents teach you? Dad was
3: very firm, and Ma was too. Always leave a place better than the way you found it. And anything, you can achieve anything you want, but you got to work for it and be willing to work. And... That old saw of anything worth doing is worth doing well, believe me, once you start a job, you better be doing it right and you better finish it. Um, That was very inculcated in me early on.
0: And it's probably helped you a lot in your political career. What do you think was the most important lesson you learned professionally throughout your career, no matter what job you held at the time? Trust my instincts. Trust my gut. The biggest mistakes that I made
3: were ones where I didn't trust my instincts of telling me to... Don't do it this way or do it that way and I listened to other counsel and and maybe didn't and that was uh, but they were they were not huge ones. they were more campaign type of, of issues. Uh, the other is to understand you don't have to know everything and you never are going to know everything. It's uh, find respect the people who do know, be willing to listen and know what you don't know and know what you don't know. Mm-hmm.
4: And what do you think was your greatest mistake and, and what what did you learn from it?
3: Well, probably the biggest mistake, um, taking EPA. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> Why really? do you say no, that? No, that's not true. Um, I think it is because it was, you wouldn't have answered so quickly. It, although it was in a way. I mean, it was just such a big bureaucracy and it was a regulatory agency without the kind of, of freedom. You were so constrained by the enabling legislation that created the agency that you really couldn't be terribly creative in solving problems. And that was, that was a big frustration. What do you still want to
4: learn? What do you still want to do in your career?
3: Oh, gosh. I want to learn everything I don't know. <laughs> I'd love to spend more time um, with international issues. I, actually, what I want to do more, spend more time with my grandsons and granddaughter. <laughs> you know, it, It's nice to find that balance, and I'm in a pretty good place right now.
0: You had a happy 41-year marriage to mm-hmm. your husband, John. I asked you what was the most important Thing you learned professionally, but personally, what do you think has been the most important life lesson?
3: I treasure the moment. I mean, you just never know what's going to happen in life, and uh, you need to be aware of that. I, I like most people who are in full time kind of jobs, um, there is no perfect balance, and but you have to find what works for you. And there'll be days when you. At least there were nights when I was up all night saying, oh, my gosh, I've I've shortchanged the kids. I'm a horrible mother. And others where I said, I'm not focusing on my job enough. I should have gone to, you know, done something else. And it, it takes a while to find that balance that works for you. But you can, you know, you may be able to have it all, but maybe not all at once, all at the
4: same time. So it's a, it's, life is a challenge, but it is for everybody. And piggybacking on what Katie said, what do you think you learned about how to have a successful marriage? Since yours seems to have been a very happy one.
3: I think the most important thing was we always, when I came home or when he came home, you're home. And you try to put the office aside. And if you have to do something later on, great. But when you have kids, you got to be with the kids. And every year we would take a week where he and I and the kids would go somewhere we'd never been before, taking the kids, whether renting a van and driving around national parks and learning how to whitewater kayak or to mountain bike. We had some really wild mountain biking trips and kayaking trips, but doing something so that we weren't distracted with our friends and the kids weren't off doing things with their friends. We were experiencing something new and different together
0: just for a week, but it made a difference. Which is increasingly difficult to do given what I'm holding in my hand, (laughs) (laughs) my iPhone. This little thing really gets in the way. Oh, it does. I'm
3: fascinated when I go into restaurants and I see couples sitting at a table and they're not neither one are talking to the other. They're Isn't just looking at their, at that their really iPhone. Isn't freaky? That really upsets me. I just, I don't know. I don't get it,
0: John. And I used to love to have conversations, uh, arguments or conversations, <laughs> however you want to call them. And finally, if you had a 22-year-old young man or woman who came to you and said, I need some advice, um, it can either be about life or I want to get into politics mm-hmm. Um what would you tell them? I generally tell people, find your passion. What is it you really care about? I mean, is
3: it education? Is it the arts? Is it the environment? Find out what it is. And to the extent, if you can make a career out of that, God bless you. If you can't, then find something that will allow you the time to pursue that as well. But try to find that passion. What really turns you on? What makes you excited to get up in the morning or to go out when you have the free time to do what you really just want to do. And it's, aren't we lucky that your passion was public policy? Well, I'm not sure everybody would say that, but uh, (laughs) I'm lucky. I've enjoyed it. I have been very lucky, had a very good career.
4: So that's it for our little experiment, the first edition of What I've Learned. What did you think? Please um, tell us your thoughts at 929 224 4637, or as always, email us at comments at com. We'd love to know uh, whether you liked it, and we'll talk to you soon.
1: Bye.